This is Let's Talk About Mental Health, a weekly podcast about mental health and well-being, hosted by Jeremy Godwin. Let's talk about mental health, because the more we talk about it, the easier it gets. Hello and welcome to episode two of Let's Talk About Mental Health, a podcast all about mental health and well-being. I'm Jeremy Godwin, and I'm very glad that you could join me for this episode. This week, we're going to be talking about making mistakes, how to see them as a learning opportunity that can actually be a positive thing for your mental health and well-being, and also how to be okay with making a mistake when it inevitably happens. So let's get talking. All right, mistakes. Let's be honest here. As a society, we don't exactly encourage people to be okay with making mistakes because a lot of us are conditioned to chase this idea of perfection. So we usually go out of our way to avoid making a mistake. And then when we do inevitably stuff up, because mistakes are pretty much impossible to avoid if you're living your life, then we wind up beating ourselves up over making a mistake. Now, the problem with that is nothing and nobody is perfect. And if we worry about making mistakes or we get upset when we do, then we miss out on the lessons that they can teach us. So I'm not necessarily advocating that you just go out and stuff everything up on purpose. But this week, I'm going to be talking about how to get past the fear of making a mistake, along with how you can learn from your mistakes in order to grow and to improve your overall mental health and well-being. So when I talk about mistakes, uh, I like to start these podcasts by explaining what the concept is and what it isn't. So let's talk about what it is. Now, I don't often use dictionary definitions in my writing. It's a little bit cliched, but today I'm going to make an exception. A mistake is defined as an act or judgment that is misguided or wrong. And personally, I tend to consider a mistake as being something that's unintentional. As far as I see it, there's a very big difference between doing something wrong by accident versus doing it deliberately or with malicious intent. And I'll talk about that a little bit more in a moment. When we talk about mistakes, they're never easy to contemplate or to deal with, especially in our society where perfection is seen as this ideal that we all need to strive towards. But They're an inevitable part of life because life isn't perfect. Now, I'm going to be throwing out probably about 50,000 quotes today because, I don't know, they just seem to have fallen into place. I'm starting with one here, which is Albert Einstein. And Albert Einstein once said, anyone who has never made a mistake has never tried anything new. Let me repeat that one. Anyone who has never made a mistake has never tried anything new. I hate to break it to you, but we all make mistakes. In fact, if we're being really honest, the other bit there is that mistakes are actually how we learn. Many of the things that we learned as kids, we learned through trial and error. And even some of the major discoveries that our species has ever made has been due to mistakes. Probably the most famous was Alexander Fleming, the Scottish scientist who discovered penicillin in 1928. Now, that was an accidental discovery, but one that would go on to save countless lives by treating bacterial infections, which were causing people to die. There are two things when we talk about mistakes. First is learning to give yourself permission to try new things and not being afraid of being imperfect. And secondly, being okay with it if and when you do make a mistake and then taking the time to learn from that experience so that you can grow. Now let's quickly talk about what it isn't. 
before we go any further. When I talk about mistakes, being okay with making mistakes isn't an excuse for being a complete and utter idiot. I generally consider mistakes as being something unintentional, as I mentioned before. And in fact, if you go look up the word mistake in the thesaurus, the similar words are ones like error, miscalculation, blunder, oversight, misinterpretation. When you compare those words with doing something wrong deliberately or maliciously, or through a complete lack of common sense, to me, it really doesn't qualify as a mistake in my books. So that's not what I'm talking about here. Although, if you've done something like that and you recognise the error of your ways, you can, of course, still learn from it. Hopefully, what you learn is to not do something like that again. I think why I make that distinction is I have a family member who has repeatedly done and said horrible things to people and often tries to pass off their behaviour as a mistake. And that doesn't work for me. Because when you go out of your way to be malicious and manipulative and lacking any consideration for others, then I think you kind of lose the right to hide behind trying to pass off your shitty behaviour as just a mistake. If you're causing issues with others intentionally, you should probably take a long, hard look at yourself and work out what's going on in your mind in order to make you behave like that. Anyway, anyway, my point is that this week I'm focusing on unintentional mistakes when I discuss mistakes. Some examples of making mistakes could be giving someone the wrong information by accident, trying something new and having it fail, making an error in judgment, saying something silly. I mean, seriously, if I had a dollar for every time I opened my mouth and something stupid came out, I'd be a millionaire. Um, it could be tripping over in public, etc., etc. So how is this topic related to mental health and well-being? Well, if we're hard on ourselves for making mistakes, or we go out of our way to avoid making mistakes, we're not going to grow. And growth is essential to your mental health and well-being, even if that means that you sometimes have to go backwards a little in order to be able to go forwards. When I look back on some of the biggest mistakes that I've ever made in my life, each one of them has taught me something important about myself, and about life in general. Now, does that mean that I haven't had sleepless nights thanks to some mistake that I've made, or, I don't know, found myself thinking about it months or years later and cringing uncontrollably? No. I'm a human being, and I have anxiety, so it's kind of a given that that's going to happen sometimes. In a minute, I'll talk more about some of the ways that you can cope if that happens. Plus, I'll be exploring the topic of overthinking in another episode in a few weeks' time. So today's podcast is just the start of a series of conversations around that. I chose this topic this week because it's been front of mind for me over the past few weeks, ever since I made a bad judgment call at my job, and it just ended up resulting in me deciding that enough was enough and I decided to leave. Now, I can hold my head high and say that I left on my own terms and that my mistake was unintentional and it was caused by being under pressure to deliver. But I mean, let's be honest, making a mistake can make you feel like shit. Back in 2005, I was managing a team responsible for recruitment and training at the call centre of one of the big banks here in Australia. And I was pretty new to that role and I was working on a specific project as part of my job. I made a decision that was ended up resulting in an extra $10,000 cost to the project. I was completely beside myself with guilt and I felt sick to my stomach about it but I took ownership of it and I went and told my boss. 
The reason why I'm telling you this story is because it was my boss's reaction that still to this day, 14 years later, still stands out in my head. My boss was renowned for being very tough. So I thought I was going to absolutely cop it. I was pretty surprised though when she sat me down and talked me through it calmly and patiently and she encouraged me to view it as a learning opportunity. At, at this point now, 14 years later, I don't even remember the specifics of the mistake anymore because that was basically several lifetimes ago in terms of where I'm at professionally and in my personal life as well. But I definitely remember the lesson that she taught me that day, which was take ownership of your mistake, learn the lesson from it and move forward. All right. Let's get into the first part of what I want to talk about this week, which is how we tend to view mistakes and why we need to look at them as opportunities. I don't think I'm going to surprise anybody by pointing out that we have a real tendency in our society to look down our noses at anything that's not perfect. Social media is the really obvious example here. A lot of accounts feature people posting a glossy and highly sanitized version of their life, and it's some sort of an attempt to show how perfect life is. But it is pretty easy and probably a bit basic just to use that as the example, because the reality is that perfectionism is nothing new. Social media just gives it a different platform. For decades, actually centuries, we've been living with social pressure to act and speak a certain way. Now, sure, our attitudes towards certain types of mistakes have evolved. I mean, there is no way... 30 years ago, that someone would have survived the scandal of a sex tape, let alone being able to build a multi-million dollar empire off the back of it. But regardless of how our values have changed, we still judge people for stuffing up. So it's no wonder that most people are terrified of making mistakes. Now, again, let me point out that I'm talking about unintentional, genuine mistakes here. We're in the middle of a lot of cultural change right now, which is challenging those who have abused their power or denigrated minorities. And I think it's an important change that's finally happening. Having said that, people need to be given a chance to take accountability for their mistakes. And if they are genuinely remorseful and willing to put in the work to change and grow, then I think that should be applauded rather than just vilified and people being immediately cancelled. There's a big difference between a mistake or outright hate speech or patterns. I'm just saying. Anyway, why do we treat mistakes as being wrong, as being something that we should avoid at all costs and that we should punish ourselves over if we do make one? Fear. That's why. It's the fear of looking foolish, it's the fear of being judged by others and even ourselves, and it's the fear of losing control. Fear is a real bastard because it makes us expend energy on what-ifs instead of using that energy to do something positive for ourselves. We need to give ourselves permission to make mistakes every now and then instead of trying to avoid them. Now, how do you do that? It's about choosing your mindset. If you choose to view mistakes as being something negative, then you're going to do whatever you can to avoid making them. And then that means that you're less open to trying new things or different approaches. On the other hand, if you choose to see mistakes as an opportunity to learn and grow, you're going to be much more likely to be forgiving of yourself when you make one, and it will be easier for you to bounce back when you do make one, because you will. Now, 
just because you make the choice to view mistakes positively, that doesn't mean that it's going to be easy or straightforward. You don't just make the decision and fantastic, you know, switch has been flicked. It takes time. So in order to achieve that change in the mindset, make a daily commitment to be the best that you can be and to be wise enough to learn the lesson when things do go wrong. Be patient with yourself and give yourself the permission to make mistakes. Don't let a fear of mistakes hold you back from living your best life and doing what you want to do. Okay, so let's say you've made a mistake. Now what? How do you get through it? Well, if you think I'm going to offer you a quick fix solution, I'm really sorry to disappoint you, but there isn't one. Mistakes tend to be directly linked to our insecurities and vulnerabilities. And it's not like you can just flick a switch and be immediately okay with making a mistake. Sorry to break it to you. There are, however, a few things that you can do to deal with a mistake. First, acknowledge it to yourself. Self-awareness is really important because it's part of being truthful with yourself. Acknowledge that the mistake has happened and then accept it. Second, if it's a mistake that has involved other people, acknowledge it to them and accept responsibility. Own it, apologise, put it right and learn from it so that you don't do it again because that's how we grow. Now, whether or not the other person accepts your apology is totally out of your control, and you need to accept that fact. You cannot make someone forgive you, and you have to be prepared that it might take them some time, if at all. If that's the case, give the other person space and let them process it, however long that might take. It is what it is, and you have no control over it. All you have control over is you. So in other words, your thoughts, feelings, and actions. This notion of accepting what is within your control is something that I'm going to be talking about a lot throughout these podcasts over the next weeks and months. The third step in dealing with making a mistake is to forgive yourself. I know that it's easier said than done sometimes, but you need to forgive yourself before you can move on. A few years ago, a friend of mine pointed out to me that I would say things like, I can't believe that I just did that. And it was when I was at the height of my anxiety and depression. And just being more aware of that and then challenging that judgmental little voice in my head was actually a real step forward in terms of overcoming some of the worst days of my condition. So forgive yourself. Step four, reflect in order to learn the lesson. I talk about reflection all the time in my work. Reflection is about giving serious time and consideration and thought to a particular topic. So when you have made a mistake, take the time and give yourself some thinking space to really seriously consider what can this mistake teach you. I like to use a technique called the five whys. So in essence, it's where you ask yourself why related to a specific question or topic, and then once you have the answer, then you step back and ask yourself why that answer was the answer that you gave. So you're digging in and you do that five times to get deeper into what's really going on. Let me give you an example in practice. I've spoken a few times about when I made a mistake in my job a few weeks back. So when that happened, I asked myself, why did I make a bad judgment call? And it was because I felt under pressure. 
Okay, so why did I feel under pressure? Well, I felt under pressure because I was having to push myself in my job in order to deliver. Okay, why was I feeling that way? Well, because the job was requiring things of me that were outside of my comfort zone. Okay, so why was it out of my comfort zone? Because I was back in a management role again after telling myself that I never wanted to go back to management. And on top of that, I was having to do things that made me feel uncomfortable, especially since the mistake that I made came right on the back of having to terminate someone's employment, which had just made me feel awful. All right, now that I've gotten to that level of understanding, I'm going to ask myself the fifth why, which is, why was I feeling that way about my job? Because the job was not right for me. And what I really wanted to do was something more creative in line with my personal goal. Now, do you see how that's a massive difference from what I've identified at the end about not being happy in the job, didn't feel right, wanted to do something more creative versus where I first started, which was just while I was under pressure. When you dig in a little bit deeper, you start to get more to the bottom of what's really going on. And that's why I like the five whys as a reflection exercise. It really forces you to dig deep and get closer to the true cause of your feelings. If you just deal with what you're feeling on the surface, it's like treating the symptom instead of the entire disease. Anyway, once you work out what the lesson is, that's a technique that you can use to do that. Once you've worked out what the lesson is, learn that lesson because that's how you avoid making the same mistake over and over again. There's an anonymous quote that goes, there's nothing wrong in making a mistake as long as you don't follow it up with an encore. And I think if more people live their lives using that as a tool to guide them, we would have a very different world. Mistakes are how we learn. Learn the lesson, make the change, take the next step on your journey. Which brings me to the fifth and final step, move forward. Eyes forward and take the next step on your journey. You can't change the past. So all you can do is accept it, learn from it and release it. Now that doesn't mean that you act as though nothing ever happened, but it means that you let go of all the negative feelings that are attached to whatever it was that happened. Now I hear some of you thinking, well, that's easier said than done. Look, do whatever works for you. Some people like to visualize themselves physically releasing it, like when you let go of a balloon, you could write down your feelings on a piece of paper and then burn them as a symbolic release. Please just be safe if you're going to do that. Or you could deliberately exhale your feelings. So inhale, visualize your feelings being wrapped up into a little ball and then deeply exhale that ball and let it go. There's lots of different techniques. One thing that I like to do that I don't know where I started doing this, but when I'm overthinking things, it's kind of sort of based on that bit in Harry Potter when Professor Dumbledore uses his wand to extract memory from his mind, if, you're, if you've seen the movie. I close my eyes, focus on the feeling, thank it, because when it comes to overthinking, most of the time it's a defense mechanism because we're trying to protect ourselves. So I thank it, and then I use my right hand and I pinch all my fingers together and put them against my forehead, and I slowly draw that thought out of my mind using my right hand. I know it might sound funny, but it works for me because it's a very deliberate exercise which helps me to visualize releasing and letting go. So whatever might work for you. 
Never let fear of making mistakes or negative self-talk or overthinking in terms of mistakes that you might have already made, never let any of that stuff hold you back from taking positive steps forward for the sake of your well-being. Well-being equals being well, and you do that by being true to yourself. So, no fear and no regrets. And that goes for everything in your life. If you've always dreamed of doing something, just do it. Don't waste your life wondering what if, because you're too worried about breaking some eggs. Do it and do it now. So when it comes to the topic of mistakes, there are a few tips that I'd like to leave you with as I get towards the end of this week's episode. First, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Nobody is perfect, even if most people try to present a perfect life on Instagram. Remember, mistakes are how we grow. So don't hold back for fear of getting messy. Second, learn from it because the only stupid mistake is the repeated mistake. So learn from it. And third, be kind to yourself. One of my favorite contestants ever on RuPaul's Drag Race, which is like my favorite show on TV, Latrice Royale from season four, was completely open about the mistakes that she'd made in the past, which had landed her in prison. And at the time she had lost almost everything. There was a particular thing that she said in one of the episodes of her seasons, and it really stood out to me. Your choices are to accept it and move on or to beat yourself up over it. Everybody makes mistakes. So I really liked that. Your choices are to accept it and move on or to beat yourself up over it. Everybody makes mistakes. Be kind to yourself. Accept it and move on. All right, I'm going to close out today with a quote that I'd like to encourage you to reflect on. Wow, I've had a lot of quotes this week. Um, so I really do enjoy using a quote as a means of reflection. And when I talk about reflection, I'm talking about listening to the quote, giving it really serious thought and consideration in relation to the topic and taking some time to think about how it might relate to you and how you can apply that learning the quote this week is H.G. Wells, and it's a fairly straightforward one. If you fell down yesterday, stand up today. Let me repeat that. If you fell down yesterday, stand up today. All right, that's the end of this week's episode. In summary, stop being afraid of making mistakes. Let yourself stuff up without fear or any kind of self-judgment. I mean, don't go out of your way to make mistakes, but when you do, learn from it. That's all for this episode. Next week on Let's Talk About Mental Health, I'll be talking about priorities. So I hope you can join me for that episode. In the meantime, you can follow Let's Talk About Mental Health on social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at L-T-A-M-H official. Or you can head over to the website, letstalkaboutmentalhealth.com.au for those links. Thank you for listening today and see you next week.